Yo guys, what's going on today? I am here to tell you a story about how a few days ago my blood sugar shot up not only past 200, not only past 250, but over 300, and how it took me more than a few guesses to figure out why it got up there and to get it back down into range. So without any further ado, let's get into the theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandervecht, and with my co-host Ali abdul Karim, we welcome you to Pardon My Pancreas. All right, guys, so a few days ago, we were uh, chilling on our Saturday workouts where I've been leading workouts uh, every week for the past, I don't know, six weeks or something doing quarantine workouts, and it's been a blast. We do a lot of HIT, which is high-intensity interval training. We do some strength with body weight. Fantastic group of people. We have a great time. Uh, and it usually helps all of us stay in range. At the end of every workout, we do kind of a fun little blood sugar roll call, and I'd say nine times out of ten, most everyone is between... 80 and 130. Like everyone's doing fantastic. The workouts were structured that way, of course. I made sure they were built to keep everybody's blood sugar stable. And it helps improve insulin sensitivity, but this was not the case for me a few days ago. And it was a struggle, to say the least. Now, I'm gonna tell you a story, and I want you guys to be thinking, okay? Put your thinking caps on, try and figure out what went wrong as I am telling you this story, okay? So I wake up, normal day, get up 7 a.m., have my breakfast, do some work on the computer, and throughout the whole morning, my blood sugar stays between 90 and 110. Bing, perfect, I love it. It's a happy place for me, I feel good about it, and uh, it's a good place leading into that workout as well. Now, uh, getting into the workout, right, we start doing our warm-ups, I move the furniture around, set up the room for our little workout studio, and uh, we start getting the Zoom chat ready, right? Get into our workout, do our warm-up, uh, do our full hit circuit, which, oh my goodness, uh, for everybody who was there, you can inside scoop now into my head, I thought I was gonna pass out the last two uh, rounds that we did. It was ridiculous. <laughs> as soon as the camera went off, I was looking at my wife like, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> if you need an extra challenge while you're working out, next time you're exercising, try to talk through the whole workout as if you're leading a class. It just, it next levels your workout. It's ridiculously hard. But uh, that all aside, we all finished the workout. I started the workout at 136, I think it was. I finished the workout at 139. Woo, baby! It was fantastic. Uh, most people had similar success, fantastic blood sugars. And, uh, you know, we wrapped it up. We always do a QA and a at the end, have a great discussion about T1D and exercise and uh, just kind of chatting about our weeks, which was fantastic. We close it off, I go and change my site because my insulin pump was just about out of insulin. It was due for a change. So I said, all right, I'm gonna go take a, what we call a half naked shower. My Dexcom was still on, but you know what? We enjoy the little things, okay? Uh, I enjoy the fact that I can soap up the site areas without worrying about ripping my side out. And pop out of the shower, put the new side on, make my lunch, which was massive and fantastic and delicious have my lunch, get back to work, make my coffee for the afternoon, and I'm working around my computer, all of a sudden I hear my pump beeping at me. I'm like, uh-oh, beeps are never a good thing. What could this beep mean? 
Now, unfortunately, uh, I know what this beep means because I've heard it a few times. The beep is specific to, you are over 200. And I'm like, crap, what happened? I exercised this morning. I'm like, okay, maybe it's just like cruising at 200 and I barely hit it and it's gonna come back down. That happens to me every once in a while, okay? I'm not perfect. <laughs> uh, and I, I have a look at my pump and it's not cruising at all. Uh, it is speeding. Like if it was on a car on the highway, it would be getting a ticket right now because it was arrow up at 2.03. I'm like, oh boy, uh, we're in for a wild ride if I don't fix this right now. So I jumped up from my desk, I quick finished what I was working on, <laughs> sent out the email and uh, jumped up quick, like looked around the room like, what can I do to, to move, right? Cause we're all still stay at home and I do my best to limit going outside. I still go for a walk every once in a while, but I do my best to stay indoors uh, as I hope you are as well. But I'm like, okay, I gotta find some chores to do around the house because this needs to stop. I need to find a new way to circulate my insulin. It's only been an hour since my bolus, which means I still have a lot of insulin on board, which means if I can activate that insulin, that arrow should flatten. I should, <laughs> I should be able to flatten the curve, <laughs> pun intended, um, of my blood sugars, right? And then slowly bring it back down as I work through those chores. So I'm looking around like, all right, I'm gonna vacuum. I start vacuuming. I kind of get in this organizing cleaning mood. I don't know, maybe it's because spring cleaning is here and it just feels good to organize. I don't know, I like that. Uh, but I look around like, okay, vacuuming's done. I'm gonna clean the kitchen. I go and clean the kitchen. I scrub some stuff down, do the dishes. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna do my wife's dishes too. Be a good husband. Plus, you know, it helps my blood sugars come down. Don't tell her about that part. She just thinks that I'm amazing right now. Um, starts like scrubbing down the fridge. I'm like, what else can I do around this apartment? to include some activity and be productive, of course. About 45 minutes go by, it's still climbing. It's going from 219 arrow up, 236, 246, 265. I'm like, crap, what is going on? I'm starting to panic a little bit. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I did everything correctly, right? Like I calculated my meal. I actually used the calculator app on my phone to count my carbs. So I'm like looking through the log and I'm like, okay, I ate that, I ate that, I ate that. I didn't eat anything extra. I didn't forget to eat anything. It shouldn't have been an issue. I looked at my pump, the delivery summary. I'm like, okay, it says that I gave the amount of insulin that I was supposed to give. That's not the issue. So my brain's starting to think through like, what else could be the issue here? Because I am climbing to numbers that I haven't seen in ages. And uh, I continue my exercise, continue my chores. I do some walking lunges around the apartment. I'm like, I will do anything right now to get this down. Before you know it, I crossed 300. I'm like, oh, geez. I haven't crossed 300, you guys. This is why it shocked me so badly. I haven't crossed 300 in probably maybe six months. And so for me, I know that because that's my history, that's my diabetes management, right? For me, that was shocking. And that was kind of an alert, a little in my head. And it's like, bing, something's wrong. Something's different. Right, that just does not happen to me very often. So when it does, I know something's up. So I start thinking around, I'm like, okay, is my insulin bad? And I want you guys to think this through as well. Like, what's going through your head right now? What would you think is wrong with this? Is my insulin bad? I'm like, no, the last couple of sites that I've used are from the same insulin vial. Okay, so check that one off. It's not the insulin going bad. Could it be my site going bad? I mean, technically, yeah. Wait a second, I kind of pause, I'm like, heh. <laughs> wait a minute, I changed my site just before lunch. Lunch was my first meal with the new site 
and it went horribly wrong. That's a good indicator that the site is what's up. <laughs> and I think back again, I'm like, okay, it's probably the site. If, I, if I'm gonna let it keep trying to give me a couple more corrections, I'm gonna go for a walk. If that doesn't work, I'm changing it before dinner. I'm not gonna chance it. And then as I'm going for that walk to try to bring my blood sugars down naturally, I think back again, I'm like, it's not just a new site though. Because see, when I put the first site in, notice I said first, uh, it hurt like crazy. Like it, it hits a muscle or something, I don't know, but it was super painful. So I pulled it out <laughs> and I don't like wasting sights or insulin. So I picked a new spot and I had jammed it in about two inches away from that spot. <laughs> that one, oh boy, that one hurt even worse. And I was like, crap, I pulled that one out. And I was like, okay, what do I do? Now I've got this rule in my head where you get two tries with pump sights, maybe three. And so I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go for a third. I, I, you know, carefully feel around, look for a, a, f a fatty spot that I can stick the site into. I found one, I'm like, okay, it's kind of close to the other site, but I'm just gonna go for it. I, I peacefully and calmly still kind of jam it in there. <laughs> and it felt great, it was fine. Site felt perfect, it was like, all right, cool, let's go eat lunch, right? Problem though, is that if we reuse needles, and this is the same thing for lancets, but more so with needles, as we reuse needles, they get beaten up. They don't stay the exact same every single time. You can't use the same needle forever, can you? No, each time you reuse a needle, it gets a bit more jagged. It gets a bit less useful, and it can actually cause damage to you. And I'm like, oh no, wait a second. I jammed it in three times. That means it's probably looking like barbed wire right about now. <laughs> so now I'm thinking about it. I jammed barbed wire into my body. What's that gonna do to my tissue? It could cause an inflammatory response, which could inhibit insulin absorption. I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I see this coming? All of a sudden, it's starting to make way more sense. Yes, Matt, change your freaking sight, right? So uh, I get back from my walk, I'm like, it's time. I go change my sight, and thankfully the walk did bring my blood sugars down a tiny bit from 302 down to about 278. I'm like, okay, it's a start, but I still feel like crap. Uh, I start to feel nauseous and sick. I'm like, do I even get to eat dinner tonight, right? <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been there. And, um, you know, like I need to change the site. And I, I hope that that's going to work. So I stopped insulin real quick. I was like, don't give me any more correction boluses. Uh, because this site's bad and I don't want my pump thinking that I have insulin on board when in fact it's not absorbing and see my mind goes deep into these things guys. <laughs> this is like my superpower. I'm just super crazy analytical when it comes to blood sugars uh, and that's why I coach. But anyways, um, I changed my site and I was actually, let me think about this, I feel like I was on a Zoom call with some T1Ds, <laughs> I might have been. Uh, I totally was, yeah, okay, anyways. I changed my site, I let it give me a correction, and I give my bolus for dinner. I'm like, okay, here's my rule. I'm gonna pre-bolus, it's gonna be a strong pre-bolus, and if it starts to come down, I get to start eating. I'm not gonna take my first bite until it starts dropping like crazy, because I was at 268 at the point of bolus. That's really high, okay? So I was like, all right, I'm gonna pre-bolus, I'm gonna wait at least 30 minutes, and we're gonna see what happens. At 20 minutes, it, like, it came down to 256, and I was like, uh, that's not enough. It needs to drop a lot more. 25 minutes, it updated, right? My Dexcom brought me down to about 245, and I was like, okay, okay, we're about, we're moving. <laughs> 30 minutes, it starts dropping by 15s. Uh, 35 minutes, it's dropping by 20s. 
I get halfway through my dinner by the 40 or 45 minute marker. I've dropped a hundred points by this moment. I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> it's working. So guys, I get to this point where I finally was able to eat my dinner. I finally started to feel better. I didn't feel nauseous and sick, but I still had to deal with that. And A, was it my fault? Kinda, yeah, I jammed a few sites that were the same site into me, right? But that's not always in our control. Sometimes we do actually get bad sites. Sometimes there's scar tissue built up. Sometimes the insulin goes bad. There's a number of different things that are due to external factors, but you'll never know what they are unless you have this checklist. And for most of us, it's mental. We think through and sometimes we forget what things could be the cause and we end up not solving that 300 blood sugar for maybe a full 24 hours. And that's where it gets real frustrating. And I don't want you guys to have to deal with that. And so ultimately, I figured out how to get my blood sugar down. I figured out it was a bad site, put a new site in, and it worked great. I felt fantastic, got back in range. Uh, the exercise was helpful. It would have been more helpful if my site wasn't bad, but uh, you know, after that experience, I wanted to share this with you guys, not only to uh, kind of show you how I problem solve, but also to show you that I'm not perfect, right? Like, yes, it's been, what did I say, six months? since my last 300 plus blood sugar, but I still get those blood sugars. I mean, I hit the 200s on a weekly basis, okay? That happens probably once a week where I'm like, oh boy, uh, probably should have pre-bolused more for that breakfast, right? It happens. And you know, we see all these people, especially on social media, posting about uh, perfect blood sugars. And I'm guilty of this sometimes too, where I'll post my proud numbers and I'm like, guys, look, I've been at 100 for like four hours. Super fun to post that because everybody loves it. But I want you to know it's not realistic to expect perfection of yourself 24 7 365 days out of the year okay take my story remember that I hit 300 on a day that I exercised Ugh, right it's a struggle and we're all fighting it together now guys one thing I want to point out I talked about the checklist most of us have it mentally right but I want you to have the option of getting a physical checklist where you can see it laid out in front of you now, what I use personally is a tool called the Trending Health Journal, and this is a tool that I actually created over years of trial and error. It's something that I use personally to help me discover the trends and patterns in my diabetes management. It helps me to find where things go right, where things go wrong. If they go right, I'm gonna keep doing that. If they go wrong, all right, I'm gonna try and plan better for the next time. It helps you identify how different exercises affect your blood sugars, how different meals affect your blood sugars. You go, okay, I had pizza and my blood sugar was perfect. What did I do that time? I wanna do that again, I love pizza, right? And all of a sudden it's, oh, okay, I wrote down that I pre-bolused this X amount of time and I had an extended bolus of this and it worked magically. And that's how you find how to live freely with type one diabetes. You find out how things affect you and ultimately it's to understanding what causes fluctuations in blood sugars that will lead to more freedom from your type one diabetes. So. If you do not have it yet, go grab the Trending Health Journal at trendinghealthjournal.com. There's also a link in the show notes, in the YouTube description, uh, or on our website at ftfwarrior.com, but go grab the Trending Health Journal at trendinghealthjournal.com. That order now includes not only free shipping, but also a free month of the Warrior's Tribe, which by the way, right now you cannot sign up for because it's closed. You get a free 30 days. You're also getting a bundle of eBooks and some other fun stuff that I don't want to spoil, but just go check it out, it's pretty awesome. The TrendingHealthJournal.com, that's what I use. If you're watching the video, I think you can see it right there. I got two of them. 
because uh, they're fantastic and I would not preach what I do not practice. I practice, I document, I find my trends and patterns and I use that to make my life a heck of a lot easier. So instead of a full day or days in the 200s and 300s, it was only a few hours until I was able to get back down into range and coast smoothly. So hopefully you guys found some use in this story of mine where I had a miserable afternoon but was able to save it, enjoy my dinner, and go to bed with peace of mind. Guys, go grab the Trending Health Journal. Uh, you grab all those free bonuses absolutely with all of your orders. Well, you're probably just ordering once every three months because it's a three-month journal, but uh, go grab that at trendinghealthjournal.com. Have an amazing day and keep up the fight. All right, guys and gals, you heard it here. If you are looking to simplify your diabetes and understand your trends and patterns as they relate to blood sugar management, go to trendinghealthjournal.com, grab the Trending Health Journal, grab your free 30 days of the Warriors Tribe membership, grab the ebook bundle on all of the goodies and your free shipping at trendinghealthjournal.com. I'll see you guys in the next episode and keep up the fight.